Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. May the Lord bless you. Thank you so much for spending time with me in this teaching. I believe that the Lord will speak to us, show us His truth, and we will have more faith and understanding of the kingdom of God. In this lesson, we're going to learn about the place that I don't want to go, and I believe you don't want to go there for eternity. That is the place called hell. We're going to read the scriptures together and understand. What hell look like? How we understand hell? Hell is described by various names in the Bible, and all these names give us an indication of what it is like. Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, for speaking to us. We submit to your Holy Spirit. We want to learn from you, Lord. And Lord, please show us, Lord, what. Hell looks like Lord. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Let's read the scripture together and see what the Bible describes. Help. The first thing we learn is that the Bible used the word destruction. Hell is a place of destruction, and we don't want to be there at all. We want to go to heaven. By giving our life to Jesus Christ, inviting Jesus to come into our heart, repent of our sin, and follow Him all the days of our life. Hell is a place of destruction. Matthew chapter seven verse thirteen: Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Philippians chapter three verse nineteen. Whose end is destruction? Whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame? Who set their mind on earthly things? Hell is a place of destruction. Therefore, let us preach the gospel, pray for our unsaved loved ones and friends, and try to help them to be born again. Hell is a place of perdition. Hebrews chapter ten verse thirty nine. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. Hell is a place of perdition. Second Peter chapter three verse seven. But the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition. Of ungodly men, hell also is described as lost. L O S T. John chapter seventeen verse twelve. Why I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept, and none of them is lost. Lost in hell. Lost, except the son of perdition, that the scripture. Might be fulfilled. We don't want to be lost in hell. In hell, 
we will never see God again is a place of terrible torment and destruction. The Bible also used the word perish. John chapter 3 verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. People perish in hell, a place of destruction and perdition. We don't want to lose our salvation. We want to follow Jesus Christ until the last day, until He comes back or until we leave this world and we're going to be in the everlasting life in heaven. The Bible describes hell as second death. Revelation 21 verse 8. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. What is the first death? The first death is our physical death. All human beings died physically. That is the first death. As believers, we don't have the second death. We will have eternal life in heaven. But for the unbelievers or the unrighteous who reject Jesus Christ, they will face the second death in the lake with fire and brimstone, the eternal lake of fire. Revelation 2.11, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. The Bible also describes the eternal lake of fire, wrath of God. Let's look at the scripture together. Romans chapter 2, 6 to 9. Who will render to each one according to his deeds? Eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality. But to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish, on every soul of man who does evil, of the Jews first and of the Greek. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 6, Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God, wrath, the wrath of God is about hell, comes upon the sons of disobedience. Let us walk in obedience toward the Lord. Truly born-again Christian will repent of their sin, submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, and obey what He says. Don't quote the grace of God as the ticket to sin. Please don't do that. Some believers think that Jesus already died for them, paid for their sin, and therefore they don't have to repent, they don't have to walk in obedience. That is a wrong teaching. John chapter 3, verse 36, He who believes in the Son, capital S, has everlasting life. He who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. Hell is a place of punishment where the wrath of God will be revealed. Romans chapter 1, verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men 
who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Hell is a place of eternal punishment. Eternal punishment. Matthew 25:46, and this will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. I believe you will enter into eternal life because you believe in Jesus and you repent of your sin and you are serious about walking with God in obedience and in the fear of God. The Bible also describes hell as outer darkness. Outer darkness. Matthew 8, 12, but the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 24:51, and will cut him into two and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 25:30, and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. Outer darkness. Hell is a place of darkness, even though the eternal lake of fire keep burning in there. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The Bible also call hell unquenchable fire. Mark chapter 9, verse 43. If your hand causes you to sin, Cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed rather than having two hands to go to hell into the fire that shall never be quenched. The Bible calls hell everlasting or eternal fire. The fire unquenched. Mark chapter 9 verse 43. Talk about everlasting or eternal fire. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life, into eternal life in heaven, maimed, rather than having two hands to go to hell into the fire that shall never be quenched. Matthew 25, 41, Then he shall also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me and curse into the everlasting fire, the fire that never be quenched, everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Jude 7, as Sodom and Gomorrah, the cities around them in a similar manner to this, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, and set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Hell is a place of fire, which is eternal, never end. Oh, I don't want anyone to go to hell at all, especially those who I love my children, my grandchildren. When people get into hell, they will not come out again. It's an eternal place. Their life will be there for eternity. Eternal fire. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 8. But if it bears thorns and briars, it is rejected and near to being cursed, whose end is to be burned. The Bible talks about fire, burn. Hell is a place of fire. The unrighteous will be burned there. The Bible also describes hell as fruitless and cursed tree, burned tree, thrown into the fire. Matthew 7, 19, Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. 
the Bible talks about hell as the place where the fruitless tree gets cut and thrown into the fire. It's a place of wailing and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 13, 42 and 50. And will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Verse 50. And cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 8, 12. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 22:13 Then the king said to the servants, Bite him hand and foot, take him away and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Wow, the Lord Jesus talked about hell a lot here in the New Testament. The place of eternal fire, the place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 24, 51, and will cut him into two and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 25, 30, and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Luke 13, 28, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and yourself trust out. My brother and sister, this is why I take serious about following God. I don't want to be unfruitful servant. I don't want to be Christian by my mouth. But my actions never reveal that I am a born-again Christian. I want to take serious about following God, submitting to God, obeying God, repenting of my sin, serving the Lord, being fruitful in the kingdom of God. I want to be a truly born-again Christian. Amen. So therefore, don't be deceived by false teaching that say that, oh, you're saved by faith now, the grace of God there. You don't have to do anything. You don't need to serve God. You don't need to go to church. You don't need to repent. You can live a wicked life. That is a false teaching that will lead people to hell. The Bible also describes hell as a furnace of fire. Matthew 13, 41 to 42. The Son of Man will send out His angels, and they will gather out of His kingdom all things that offend, and those who practice lawlessness, don't practice lawlessness, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. The Bible also talks about weeds cast away and separated from others into fire. Matthew 13, 30. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares and buy them into bundles. Tares mean weeds to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. The wheat are born again Christians. The weeds, the bunju E-E-D-S or tares, are those who don't believe in Jesus Christ. Matthew 13, 48, which when it was full, they drew to shore and they sat down and gathered the good into vessel and threw the bad away. The bad are the weeds will be burned in hell. 
The Bible also describes hell as the everlasting destruction or everlasting punishment. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 9. This shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His power. The Bible also calls hell blackness of darkness, blackness of darkness. Jude verse 13, raging wave of the sea, foaming up their own shame, wandering stars for whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. That is hell, blackness and darkness forever. Hell is a place of darkness. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 4. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into the chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment. The Bible also called hell smoke of their torments. Revelation 14, 11. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night, who worship the beast and his image and whoever received the mark of his name. The hell is a place of the worm that never dies. Mark chapter 9, 44, 46, 48. Where the worm does not die, and the fire is not quenched. Where the worm does not die, verse 46, and the fire is not quenched. The Lord Jesus speaks about hell repeatedly. Verse 48, where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Hell is the place of eternal damnation. The place that the worm will not die and the fire is not quenched. Mark chapter 3, verse 29, but he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is subject to eternal condemnation. Mark 16, 16, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Hell is a place of eternal condemnation. Not only that, hell is the place of resurrection of damnation. John chapter 5, verse 29, And come forth those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Hell is a place of people who will be resurrected into condemnation. Hell is a place of cursing, cursed. Matthew chapter 25, 34 and 41. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom, prepare for you from the foundation of the world. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed into the eternal lake of fire. Prepare for the devil and his angels. Deuteronomy 27, 26, Cursed is the one who does not confirm all the words of this law by observing them. And all the people shall say, Amen. Galatians chapter 3, verse 10, For as many as are, of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Curse is everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. Hell is a final eternal place of curse. 
people who are cursed due to sin will be in hell for eternity. Not only that, the Bible describes hell as death or die in sins. John chapter 8, verse 21 and 24. Then Jesus said to them again, "I am going away, and you will seek me, and will die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come. Therefore, I say to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am He, the Messiah, He, the Messiah, the Anointed One of God, you will die in your sins." People who reject Jesus Christ sin against the Lord, and the eternal death will come to them, and that place of eternal death is hell. Romans chapter six verse twenty-three: For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hell is the place of final death due to sin. Hell also is a place of the lake of fire and brimstone. Revelation 21 verse 8. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. The Bible called hell Gehenna, the Greek language, by the Mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ, Matthew five twenty two. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment, and whoever says to his brother Raka shall be in danger of the council. But whoever says you fool shall be in danger of hell fire, Gehenna, hell fire, the final hell. Mark chapter nine forty three to forty eight. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed rather than having two hands to go to hell, Gehenna, into the fire that shall never be quenched, where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame rather than having two feet to be cast into Gehenna, hell. Into the fire that shall never be quenched, where the worms does not die, and the fire is not quenched. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye, rather than having two eyes to be cast into Gehenna, hell fire, where the worm does not die, and the fire is not quenched. Jesus called. Hellfire, Gehenna in Greek language, James chapter three verse six, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defies the whole body, and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by Gehenna, hell. Hell will be a terrible place, separate from the presence of God. From the Son of God, the Lamb of God, who was rejected by those who go to hell. Hell is a terrible place where sinners will be separated from the holy angels, and 
those who have been redeemed or saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. In hell, there is no light, no life, no peace, no joy, no righteousness or salvation. Only darkness and torment of conscience will be there for those who rejected and despised the grace of God. This is the hell that Jesus Christ died to set us from. Jesus died on the cross to save us from hell. Hell is neither annihilation nor a place of temporary punishment. It's not a place of probation, just short period and then you come out. No, it's not a place of disappearing of the soul and of humanity. It's not a place of complete destruction that you disappear from being a human being. No, people who reject Jesus will still stay in hell for eternity. Not temporary punishment. It is not a place of probation or a state of non-existence. An honest consideration of the scriptures presented will show that hell is a place of eternal punishment. Hell is a self-chosen and a self-inflicted curse. Man chooses to sin against God, to reject God, and to deny, to follow Jesus Christ. People have their own choices, and it's a place of self-inflicted curse. You cannot blame God. You cannot blame anyone. If you reject Jesus Christ and you keep sinning, you inflict yourself with curse, the eternal death. Hell is the inevitable outcome of sin. Rejecting God, rejecting Christ, and resisting the Holy Spirit is the cause of going to hell. The inhabitants of hell have chosen to live a life of sin here on earth. They make a choice to sin against God. Therefore, they choose to go to hell. It's not God's fault. It's not anyone's fault. It's your own choice. God gives everyone a freedom of choice. God will not force anyone to be saved or to repent or to go to heaven against their own will. Yet, God is not willing that any should perish in hell at all. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, the Bible says, Who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth? Who desires all men to be saved? The Almighty God. But man and woman has freedom of choice. You can choose to believe God or you can choose to reject God and rebel against God. John chapter 5 verse 40, But you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. Many people in the world choose the narrow gate. They reject Jesus. They are not willing to come to Jesus and invite Jesus to come into their heart and repent of their sin. It's their choice. Matthew 23, 37, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones, those who are sent to her, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not 
willing. So many people in the world are not willing to go to church, to believe in Jesus, to read the Bible, to repent, to serve God. They choose to go to hell. They inflict themselves with the eternal lake of fire because they sin against God. Jeremiah chapter 8, 5 to 6. Why has these people slidden back Jerusalem in a perpetual backsliding? They hold fast to deceit. They refuse to return, listen, and hurt, but they do not speak aright. No man repented of his wickedness, saying, What have I done? Everyone turned to his own course as the horse rushes into the battle. Again, the Bible describes that a lot of people turn to their own way. They reject the way of God. And hell is the final punishment for them. God's banishment of the wicked to a place where sin and iniquity can no longer defile others is just. God is a God of justice. When people choose to sin and rebel against Him, by the justice of God, they will be punished in hell. Hell is therefore God's eternal jail for the criminals of the universe, never to be let loose to destroy God's new heaven and new earth where the righteous will live there for eternity. They will not be let loose to defy the new Jerusalem or to corrupt the angels and the saints in the new city, Jerusalem. Hell has various inhabitants. Let me describe to you who will be in hell. Various kinds of inhabitants. Number one, the Antichrist and the false prophet are the first two persons to be cast into the eternal lake of fire. Revelation chapter 20 verses 1 to 10 tell us. Number two, the devil himself is cast into the lake of fire at the close of the 1,000-year period. Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 to 15. Let me read for you. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bowed him for a thousand years. And he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him so that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years were finished. But after these things, after the one thousand years, he must be released for a little while. And I saw thrones and they sat on them and judgment was committed to them. Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their heads. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. But the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he 
who has part in the first resurrection. Over such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with Him a thousand years. So the saints who die before Jesus come back will be resurrected. For Christians who do not die before the second coming of Jesus Christ will have a new body, resurrected body, and they will reign with Jesus Christ for a thousand years. During that period of one thousand years, the devil and the fallen angels will be imprisoned. They will be chained there. And now, when the thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison, and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, whose number is of the sands of the sea. They went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city, and fire. Came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are. You notice that the beast, the antichrist, and the false prophet were thrown into the lake of fire first. After one thousand year, the devil will come out, will be released for a period of time, and deceive many people. And try to come against God, but eventually, the devil or Satan will be cast into the lake of fire and brimstone. After the beast and the false prophet are cast into the eternal lake of fire first, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them, and I saw the dead. Now we talk about the unbelievers, the unbelievers who already died, small and great, standing before God. Books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it. This is the resurrection of. Condemnation, death, and Hades, the hell before the eternal lake of fire that keeps all this unrighteous spirit, deliver up the dead who were in them, and they were judged each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death, and anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. In conclusion, Jesus will come back the second time. The resurrection of the saints will happen at that time, and the saints will have a new body and serve Jesus for one thousand years. During that one thousand year, the devil is kept bound with chains, and he will be released after one thousand years to deceive man again. But eventually. The devil will be cast into the lake of fire. After that, all the unsaved souls will stand before the judgment white throne of God, and they will be 
cast into the eternal lake of fire as a second death. So, the eternal lake of fire has the beast, the false prophet, the devil, and also the fallen angels will be cast into hell as well. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 4. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into the chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment. Jude verse 6, And the angels who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. The judgment of the great day is a day of the great white throne that the devil will be judged, the fallen angel will be judged, and also the souls of the unsaved people will be judged. The fallen demonic spirit also will be cast into hell. Luke chapter 8, 26 to 31. Then they sailed to the country of Gadarenes, which is opposite Galilee. And when he stepped out on the land, there met him a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time, and he wore no clothes, nor did he live in a house but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out, fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, What have I do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man, for it had often seized him, and he was kept under God, bowed with chains and shackles. And he broke the bonds and was driven by the demon into the wilderness. Jesus asked him, saying, What is your name? And he said, Legion, because many demons had entered him. And they begged him that he would not command them to go into the abyss. So demons will be cast into the bottomless pit, and eventually they will be cast into the eternal lake of fire when the final judgment comes after 1,000 years. The unredeemed or the unsaved of all mankind will be cast into hell, the lake of fire, after the great white throne judgment or whose names are not written in the book of eternal life are cast there into the eternal lake of fire. Revelation chapter 14, verses 9 to 11. Then the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receive his mark on his forehead and on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascend forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night, who worship the beast and his image, and whoever received the mark of his name. Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 to 15, also mentioned about the soul of the unsaved will be cast into the eternal lake of fire. Then I saw a great white throne, 
and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. Books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it. The dead and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged according to his works. Then, death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Then finally, death and Hades and Sheol, Tartarus and the bottomless pit, are also cast into the final hell, the lake of fire, according to Revelation 20 verse 14 that I read a while ago, that the soul of the unsaved people who are kept in Hades, Sheol, Tartarus, and the bottomless pit, abyss, the soul of those unsaved people and the spirit of the fallen angels who are kept there or imprisoned there will be cast into the eternal lake of fire as a second death. Hosea 13.14 I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be your plagues. O grave, I will be your destruction. Pity is hidden from my eyes. So God wants to save mankind from sin and from going down to the grave or to the Sheol or Hades, the prison that keep the ungenerated or unsaved soul there for a period of time until the final day of judgment at the great white throne. Isaiah 25, 6-9 And in this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all people, a feast of choice pieces, a feast of wise on the leaves, of fat things full of marrow, of well-refined wines on the leaves. And he will destroy on this mountain the surface of the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. They rebook all the His people. He will take away from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken, and it will be said in that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for Him. He will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for Him. We will be glad and rejoice in His salvation. In this world, there will be two kinds of people the saved, born-again Christians, and the unsaved. God wants to save us from Sheol, Hades, Tartarus, Abyss, and Gehenna, the eternal lake of fire. He wants to save us from death. He wants to give us eternal life. When we believe in Jesus, we should be glad and rejoice in His salvation. He saved us from hell. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 26, 54, and 55. The last 
enemy that will be destroyed is death. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, the new body, the resurrected body, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written: Death is swallowed up by in victory. Or death, where is your sting? Or Hades, where is your victory? God want to save people from Hades, from Sheol, from Tartarus, and from the abyss or the bottomless pit. When we believe in Jesus Christ, when we give our life to Him, repent of our sin, walk in love and the fear of God, serve Him. We don't have to go to Hades, the grave, where the unsaved soul. Are imprisoned there for a period of time. We don't have to go to the eternal lake of fire. His power of resurrection saved us from Hades, Sheol, and the bottomless pit, or death, Hades. The victory come through Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm so glad that many years ago, American missionaries preached the gospel to me. And I came to know Jesus. I became a born again Christian. I'm still walking with Him. I still repent of my sin every day, serve Him faithfully, and I know that I don't need to go to Sheol or Hades, the prison for the unsaved soul, or to Tartarus or abyss or eternal lake of fire. The location of hell is somewhat uncertain. Wherever hell might be. It is a place to shun and warn men to escape from. God warns us not to go to hell. God wants us to turn to the grace that He has manifest in the Lord Jesus Christ. He doesn't want us to go to hell. He wants us to come to Him, repent of our sin, and receive the grace of God that we can be in heaven for eternity with the new resurrected body. Isaiah chapter sixty-five verse seventeen: For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. Isaiah sixty-six twenty-two to twenty-four: For as the new heavens and the new earth which I will make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendant and your name remain, and it shall come to pass that. From one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. And they shall go forth and look upon the corpse of men who have transgressed against me, for their worm does not die, and their fire is not quenched. They shall be an abhorrence to all flesh. Two places that man have to choose to go. The new city of Jerusalem or heaven, or go to the eternal condemnation, hell. We choose heaven or hell. It's our choice whether we're going to believe in Jesus, repent of our sin, and serve Him and obey Him or not. The human soul is immortal, for it is made in the image of God. Death or the physical death is not. Cessation. 
the wicked upon death into a state of conscious suffering, eternal suffering. Luke chapter 16, verses 19 to 31. There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fares sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried and being in torments in Hades, in the prison for unsafe soul, Hades. He lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, you notice that this rich man, his soul still can recognize things, can feel, can have emotion and feeling and recognize what is going on. Physical death is not a cessation of being a human. The quality of human, the ability to perceive, to feel, to understand, still there. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things and likewise Lazarus' evil things, but now he is comforted and you are tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Heaven and hell are eternal, and you cannot pass from one another. Then he said, I beg you therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophet. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. You see, the key to receive eternal life in heaven is believing in Jesus and to repent. But he said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded though one rise from the dead. According to this passage, both the righteous and the wicked have all faculties they possess in life, all faculties of mind, memory, knowledge, correlation of facts, recognition, ability to choose, and concern. They also have faculties of the body, feeling, torment, pain, hurt, thirst, tongue, finger, and eyes. Punishment after death excludes probation and ultimate restoration. There is no probation. There is no final restoration. It's eternal condemnation, eternal death, eternal punishment. 
There is no suggestion in any one scripture, individually or collectively, to assure restoration or second chance to repent and to go to heaven after hell. Matthew 25:41. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, "Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels." And this will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. In conclusion, hell is a terrible place to go, and we can stay away from hell by believing in Jesus Christ, repenting of our sin, and walking with God in obedience, so our name can be recorded in the book of life of the Lamb in heaven. Hell is not a good place to go. It's not a place of probation. It's not a place of second chance. No second chance. You have only one chance on this planet Earth to repent, to follow God. And when a person goes to hell, he still have all faculties of human being, feeling, the understanding, the perception. The tongues and the mouth and the tormented feeling, everything. So it's not fun to be there for eternity. The more I study about heaven and hell, the more I have concern for this world, the lost and dying world. As so many people reject Jesus Christ because they don't understand the seriousness of being in eternal hell. Let us pray, Father. Thank you so much for teaching us. Help us, Lord, for our salvation to continue to the end. That no one who listens to this teaching will walk away from Jesus, will fall into the deception of Satan, Lord. Lord, use us to preach the gospel, to help so many people to come to know Jesus Christ and to repent of their sin. Use us to be your witness, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Lord, we pray for our nations. Pray for our country, that revival will happen. You shall open the floodgate of heaven and pour the Spirit, and the gift of salvation and repentance upon the heart of people in our nation and around the world. Lord, we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. This is the last lesson in the series called the Doctrine. Of the last things or eschatology, please listen from the first session to the end here, again and again. I know that I read many scriptures because I want you to know what the Bible says. Please like our teaching and subscribe to our channel. Please listen to other series uh, of the teaching so that you get to know God more. And you will be fruitful in the kingdom of God. God bless you. Thank you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.